Sometimes we try to make things better and only end up making things worse. Hi, welcome back to the Peric Project. I'm Gila Ross, host of the Power Up podcast. I'm a mom of eight and I'm passionate about sharing how much relevant wisdom Judaism has for our everyday lives. And on the Peric Project, in just 15 minutes a week, we look at some profound wisdom that we can take with us into our lives. There are times when we want to help other people out. We want to make things better for them. But we have to do it at the right time. We can't do it when emotions are too high because that only makes things worse. We can't appease or try to appease another person when they are angry. At that point, they're too emotionally involved and they're unable to accept any calming words. Instead, leave them alone. Give them time to calm down. Because if you try when they're still emotionally so angry, it can backfire and it can only actually make them even more angry. Incidentally, it's not just for the sake of the other person that we should wait, but also for our sake. Because what happens is if you try and appease someone when they're still so angry, we're probably going to fail. We may even make things worse. And then we're going to get disgruntled with the failure and we're not going to try again. Similarly, we can't console, we can't comfort someone when the grief is too strong. The words the Mishnah uses while the dead lies before them. Because at that point, it's too fresh for them. And they'll just think that you don't understand what what they're going through. There's a process to mourning and grief. And it shouldn't be interrupted or disturbed prematurely. Thirdly, The mission tells us, do not question a person when they're making a vow or a promise. Again, they're emotionally involved. And if you question them about the validity of it, they'll just add more to it. What what it's telling us, what it's teaching us here is that just like in Judaism, there is a mitzvah to give constructive criticism when a person is open to hearing When a person isn't prepared to listen, we have to be quiet. Rabbi Freifeld was a rabbi of a a, a, a yeshiva for for students. And one of his students once came to him all excited. And he was telling him, Rabbi, I'm going to start the dafyomi. What the dafyomi is, it's a seven and a half year cycle where people learn one page of Talmud each day. And Rabbi Freifeld didn't really say much to him. A few months later, the boy came back, the student came back and he told him, it's impossible, I can't do it. I'm giving it up. And Rabbi Freifel said, of course, Dafyomi is not the right program for a person who's, in, who's studying in, in the yeshiva full time. So, so the student turned to the rabbi and said, and why didn't you tell me? I told you about it. I asked your advice. And he said, when you came to me, you were so excited. You were telling me about it. You weren't asking me. So at that point, there was nothing I could say to you. But now when you've experienced it and you're open to listening, now you're, I can tell you because you can hear what I've got to say. 
And finally, we should let people maintain a positive public persona. What does that mean? It means when someone is in a moment of weakness or failure, we shouldn't add to it by being with them. Because sometimes when a person's in a moment of weakness, knowing that others can see will serve as an, as an embarrassment. Of course, this all only refers to when the pain, the person's pain is compounded when others witness their suffering. And you, so at that point, you shouldn't attempt to see them when they're at their moment of weakness or failure. On the other hand, it's not let good to let grievance, grievances fester either. So when we want to help other people out, we, we've got to time it right so that we're actually being helpful and we're not making things worse. Let me share with you an incredible story about the sensitivity within human relationships. So Shmuel HaKatan, who was a Talmudic sage, was once invited to take part in a, in a ceremony that seven sages were going to do to set the leap here. And only seven, it was, it was a bit of a secret procedure, and only set, the seven that were invited could take part in it. So they showed up, and there were eight there. So Rabbi Gamliel, who was leading it, said that there were one of you was not invited. Please leave. So Shmuel HaKatan stood up and said, it was me. I wasn't invited, but I came not to partake, but just to observe. So Rabbi Gamliel told him, of course, you're fit to join us because these, these were the seven top sages that were asked to do it. But the, the laws are that only the people that are taking part in it can can observe it. You can't observe. And the reality was, Shmuel HaKatan was invited. So why did he step on and say that? Is because he wanted to save embarrassment for the person who wasn't invited but showed up anyway. So what does he tell us? So he quotes from us from the book of Proverbs and he says, when your enemy falls, do not be happy. Now when he, so he quotes it, this means that this was his life motto and he made that his life motto is because it, human nature is that when our enemy when someone we dislike or someone who's hurt us suffers misfortune it's very easy to feel good about that but he's telling us go above human nature and that's the theme in judaism it wants us to rise above just human nature to always be bigger and be greater than that so what should our approach to be, be to someone who either is a bad person or someone who has hurt us? So there's an incredible story about Beruria, who is the wife of Rabbi Meir, who, t who what tells us about it. They once saw um, people doing negative things and Rabbi Meir prayed for this destruction. And Beruria says, no, your prayer is wrong. Don't pray that the people get destroyed, but pray that their sins, their bad deeds get destroyed. We should pray for the destruction of the sin, but not the sinners. Because the beauty of this world is that a person, no, far, no matter how far gone they are, they can always improve and they can always change. And that's for ourselves and for the people that we deal with. So when we're dealing with negative people, we don't have to deal we don't have to ask for them to be destroyed, but we can ask for their, for their negativity to be destroyed because there's always a way back. Thank you so much for listening. 
I hope you found some interesting tidbits that can enhance our human relationships. If you have any feedback, I'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch with me via WhatsApp or on Instagram. You can find me at Gila Ross. And if you like this podcast, give us a rating or a review and share the word. Thank you for listening.